do I need eyes to see? Coming to get sticks, you, sticks, Barbara. Sticks. Pick up sticks. I want to slit your throat and fuck the wound. Holy shit. I hope it's a small wound. It's very small. <laughs> Welcome to the Lunchbell Boys. I'm one of the hosts, TJ Harkness. Also on here with me is a man who you haven't heard from in a few episodes. Mr. And we haven't heard from him, actually. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Splurton, my dick fits in my nostril. Burton! Uh, it can actually fit twice. Oh. <laughs> Wait, it fits in each hole at the same time? No, no, no. It can fit in one hole oh. twice. I imagine your dick looking like a, a fork. Yeah, it's like it, a possum penis. Yeah. Possums yeah, have I... a forked penis to accommodate the... Uh, a fork? Yeah, because a female has a false vagina, so they have a double vagina situation. Those so. sneaky bitches. Possum has a fork. As I say, if you ever run out of a fork while in the woods, pick up a possum. So go. it's like one in off. the one in the pink and one in the fake pink. Yeah, so you'd have to have a multiple finger situation. You have to do two in the pink, one in the fake pink, and then like a the fink. We'll the, call it the we'll call it the fink. We'll call it the fink. Two in the pink, yeah. one in the fink, and one in the stink. Nice. We'll call that the uh, oh God. fuck, Inspector Gadget. That's the that's the uh, the Shocker Plus. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta pay extra. Normally you have to pay extra for that. Yeah, I mean, if you're a possum, I actually talked to Burton last week. I think he called me saying something about putting TJ's name up and number up in like men's rooms to get you a date. Mm-hmm. I was watching yeah. Frozen and playing Solitaire at the time. <laughs> he was. <laughs> Who plays solitaire anymore? What the fuck, Sewell? I'm lonely. He's, I was like, he said he's playing solitaire <laughs> with a deck of 51 or what? Yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah. god, nice. <laughs> Thanks there, Joe Diffie. Joe Diffie? I had this plan that yeah. um, we were going to, I, I want to create a uh, dating profile for TJ. And Skylar's like, well, you know, it'll just be a bunch of dudes first. And I was like, well, that's how you got to get, back... <laughs> you gotta get back in the dating world. You got to fuck a couple of dudes first. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. You fuck you a know. couple of fat guys. You get the meth heads out of the way. And then anything you get after that's like, you know. Yeah. Seems like it's like it's a all uphill from there. Yeah. So it's like set my standards low, so I'm never disappointed. You're setting your standards right. really goddamn low, Otis. Hey, <sighs> listen, don't undersell a fat guy's ass. No. Uh, okay. So, also on here with me, once declared the songbird of our generation by Bob Dylan, Tom Petty, and Buzz Aldrin. Skyler, there is no Dana, only Zool Wood. Buzz Aldrin is a huge fan. Uh, <laughs> when I do my Yoko Ono covers at the at the the corner the corner of Main Street. I like it when you do the cover of "Fly Me to the Moon." So does Buzz. Fly me to the spoon. That's it. Burton. <laughs> Burton's feeling it. He hasn't been on here in a little bit, so he's like, he's, he's rejuvenated and ready to go. Yeah. I fucking, I'm gonna feel all of you guys. <laughs> Zul, your beard is so closely, freshly trimmed. 
I trimmed the beard, like I left, but I left the stash long. So it's dark. It's like a big caterpillar. And so your face reminds me of a really nice trimmed bush. Well, I trimmed the bushes to make the deck look... Well, that doesn't work for my face. My yeah, nose looks bigger. My teeth? No. That staff looks real prominent, though. It looks like a nice fucking caterpillar is just fucking rested up on your face. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I've, I've been growing this mustache since I was like eight, so... Like, your mustache looks like we're going to have a fucking harsh winter. <laughs> it's, a, it's a woolly worm. <laughs> I'll say a young Tom Salican. Uh, I wanted to go handlebar, but I'm not. Doesn't doesn't do very good right here. Yeah, it's fine. Burton, how you doing, buddy? Fucking tired as ape tits dragging on the ground. Nice. But I'm here. Nice. Yep. Mm -hmm. I do appreciate that. We were gonna, we were willing to both, me and Zul were willing to try it tomorrow. That way you didn't have to fight the fucking, the onslaught of kids for the TV, but. Nah, it's never ending battle. I just need to fucking buy a monitor for my computer mm. so I don't steal my kids. Oh, yeah. They got some good ones at Walmart, like a 27 inch. Mm. Um, I want like a 26 inch. 27 is just a little too big. <laughs> you don't want it to, you want it to fit right. Not well, I don't have right. the square footage like TJ does. I have to be exact, and I measured it, and 26 is the biggest I can go. <laughs> square footage? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Zul, how are you doing, dude? I'm swell. Good. I got a... It's cornbush season. I wish this was video, because you can't see the beer in my pocket, in my front pocket here. He's got here. tit beer. I got a tit beer. I got one I got one nip It's cold, and I got one nip It's hot, and I got a cornbush in this hand, and, well, I'm not going to show you my other hand. Zul, you might be onto something. What? Why do we only have single pocket shirts? I know you need two. Like, I mean, button up shirts should have double pockets, but why don't we have t-shirts with two pockets? You could put double beers in there and have a straw in each one, leading yeah. up to your mouth. You could just sip and yeah. So that so like that beer hat with the straw, like you mm -hmm. have just the beer shirt, two two tits, beer tits, two tit pockets, two tits. Two oh tits. god, we're onto something. Yeah, because then I don't know. Get, I mean, I. I'm all for more pockets. I want pants with more pockets. I'll take shirts with more pockets. You know, That's a I don't, thing. I don't understand the, the shade that fucking cargo shorts gets because my fucking wife is always asking me. You know, she's always like, hey, can I put your, my keys in your pocket? Can you put my wallet in your pocket? I don't have any pockets. I'm like, that's why mm -hmm. I have a bunch of pockets. Women's your... pants fucking have fake pockets. What kind of bullshit is that? Well, that's, you know. And that's why she married me, because I she saw me when we were before we started dating. She saw me and she's like, That man's got a lot of pockets. So it was purely like utilitarian. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm like a Jeep. I'm like a Jeep for her. He's always got a pocket for my shit. Better keep him around. God damn it. I must have run out of pockets. Uh, hey, get yourself some pockets and the and the, and the girls start throwing yourself throwing themselves at you. TJ, I'm gonna make you a shirt with forty seven pockets on it. <laughs> Yeah. Like hot pockets and all kinds of shit. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, so before I forget, <clears throat> I wanted to say it now. Hopefully, by the time this comes out, we should have our merch store up. Oh but yeah, we got merch store. We're really big time in it now. Fairly decently priced shit. Um, we got mugs, a few shirts, which we'll add on, um, and then a sweatshirt a water bottle and some other shit but it's fairly decently priced um check it out fuck 
And how much is the masturbator? Oh, well, when are we gonna get the yeah, when are we gonna get a lunch pit boys flashlight? Oh my god. god. Well, I've got one down here. I can pull out and we Wait, wait, wait. You're not oh. pointing at your dog, are you? That's Oh my god. <laughs> I don't I, That's a secret flashlight. <laughs> no. It's the no, forbidden flashlight. Forbidden flashlight. Ah, uh, time out real quick. Do you really have a flashlight? No. <laughs> Listen, it'll get you by. I had this I had one called Jada. It's got a name. It was, it was named after the porn stars whose vagina it was molded after. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying. It beats <laughs> the alternative. Was that when you were in Korea? No, that was like three months ago. Jesus. Just wanted to try it out. Yep. Well, it can't. Oh, I, I hope it can't get pregnant. That's all. I haven't resorted to those <laughs> yet. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> I got shit. <laughs> fucking... I got twins ah, walking around. This son of a bitch. There's little... little fucking pussy people. Plastic. <laughs> it was made out of some super soft synthetic silicone looking oh. stuff. Isn't that a fucking Rick and Morty episode? Pussy people? Or the fuck no, doll? fucks... The he fuck fucks doll. the yeah, yeah, the AI doll. <laughs> you could probably get you a robot on online for a decent price. No. I'll hook you up. I'll start looking. Dude, I'll just yeah, use, yeah. no. I'll use my hand. It's, it's twenty twenty. Why the fuck am I even saying this? It's twenty twenty. <laughs> it's twenty twenty, guys. Listen, you don't. You don't. Listen, you know. TJ. When I was fourteen, I used to fuck my couch. So that's an alternative Jesus too. Jesus Christ. Nope. I. I don't. I'm really. Or, I don't want to have to take time to pull stains out of my couch. You can fuck your couch. Um, nope. There's always fruit. There's a variety of fruit between cantaloupes, watermelon, grapefruits, all that stuff. You just cut a hole out, microwave it. Um, there's uh, toilet paper roll. You put some bologna in there. <laughs> what? Especially you what? I mean, and you um, can probably you could probably throw the bologna on the stove first too, and warm it up a little. Yeah. And then afterwards, you can have a sandwich. If you get real desperate, get you a Rhode Island Red and you cut its head off. Rhode Island put Red! In it and go, ah. You said you're going to fuck that chicken? Us? <laughs> the only problem I have I with the couch. But... The only problem I have with the couch is if you get on the wrong spot and you catch the zipper of the cushion. Oh, yeah. And you're talking about good. bleeding right there. You're getting blood and yeah. cum stains out of your couch. And that's, yeah. that's an odd Tell thing you. to explain to your dry cleaner. As a preteen, I fucked about everything in my house. So <laughs> I yep. tried every. If it had a crack, I put my. I tried to put my dick in it. So I just stuck with my hand. Yeah, see, that explains a lot. Of, <laughs> I'm just sort of old fashioned like that, you know. TJ's always been the like missionary style, <laughs> and I've been fucking everything. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, I don't even know what to say right now. It's you like catches can get pregnant. It's like every, <laughs> it's like everything he comes into contact with has got well is well starched at this point. It's just yeah. a, it's a it's a solid. It's like a goddamn glazed donut. It's a <laughs> it's a crispy it's a fucking crispy cream in here. I just wonder if my mom ever caught on. Oh, <laughs> you know she probably did. She was just like, I don't even have the energy to deal with this. Do you have any idea how hard it is to get your dick out of a shampoo bottle? No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> oh. God damn it. God. God. 
Okay. Here, let's get back on. 13 minutes now. Disclaimer uh, at the beginning of this episode, if you skip 15 minutes ahead, if you want to get past the, 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 the flashlight conversation. Oh, my Lord. Uh, that's why people tune in. They love that's that. That's true. Oh, no. I mean... You know, you, you haven't been listening this long if, you, if you're not willing to listen to a little couch fucking combo. I've been told several times that you guys are fucking <sighs> stupid, but I love it. And I'm like, oh, I, I guess that's a compliment. That's funny. My yeah. wife says the same thing. Caden <laughs> told me that he had... Barton, what the fuck? <laughs> but... Um, so Caden told me that... Um, <clears throat> few of his friends that are on the football team uh, at the end of the year he had his laptop and I gave him some stickers lunch boy stickers to put on there and he said he had like three or four boys come up to him and like I was like man we listened to your uh, dad's podcast it's it's uh God damn it we're really funny but it's really nasty at times i'm like oh fuck we're going to get you're going to get called into the principal's office Indoctrinating the youth. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm at. Yeah, they. I wonder how many listeners we have that are Caden's age, fourteen. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's about the right. That's about the. That's the sweet spot, I think, in the humor we have is probably you know middle school. I mean, if podcasts uh, were a thing when we were fourteen, I would have listened to shit like this. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Actually, I'm lying. I would have been looking up like freaking sex podcasts. And jerking off to it. We, we gathered that. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, I caught Caden on his iPad. He uh, would download the episodes and listen to them. So I started, like, when we're in the vehicle, I'll put it on. If I'm going to listen to it anyways, he'll be there with me. And I'm like, he's already listening to it. I'm, he's sneaking around and get listening to it, sneaking I mean, around. Yeah. So. He laughs. He says Burton's the funniest. Today, we got a little bit different episode here and for you. We're going to be covering a Colt. Uh, not a 45. Those two zigzags. Uh, or a horse. But, but honey, that's all we need. We're going to, this is, I, I've been wanting to start doing Colts, weird Colts and shit like that. So this will be our first dance into this foray and then... Oh, around Halloween time, I think we're going to try to cover another cult. Swamp thing. Oh. Swamp, cult swamp thing. <laughs> oh, we call them nerds. That's <laughs> It's a bunch of guys that get in the swamp and they jerk each other off. While Damn. looking at their swamp thing? Yeah, well, look, look at my swamp. They get they put moss on oh it. Oh my god. And they go, look at their swamp thing. <laughs> Googly eyes, maybe some googly eyes. If you're what? really trying to, you're really trying to <laughs> church it up a little, spice it up. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. So, and t- with regards to cults, today we're covering sort of a unique one. It's called the Vampire Clan Cult. So, in the 80s and 90s, the American public, you know, was going through that whole Christian crusade. Oh. Fuck, uh, the satanic panic. This is when, like, cults really sort of came into the, you know, mainframe of the cultural zeitgeist. Like, satanic cults, you know, all that shit. Or I turned my daughter into a... Uh, a Jezebel. I don't know. Let's say a raging beaver, but... Raging... A Jezebel. Oh, well, there's one of those, Both. too. 
yeah. Jezebel and a raging beaver. Mm. Yeah. So now we've all heard, I assume, I'm assuming something here, but I'm assuming we've all heard of the People's Temple and the fine work they have do, they did in Jonestown, um, as well as the Branch Davidians and, you know, their very successful time in Waco. <clears throat> Uh, the Manson family, Scientology, and frankly, people who enjoy the McRib. Hey, uh, shut hey. the fuck up. <laughs> See, I'm right here what with a couple fuck? of fucking cult members right now. Uh, Dude, I get down on some McRibs. <laughs> uh, so these cult making fun of fat people. <laughs> I didn't say fat people. I just said uh, fans well, of Well, guess uh, who likes prop- fucking McRibs? <laughs> Us fat folks. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Damn! I touched a nerve. <laughs> I even buy the fake McRibs from Walmart just so I can make imitation sandwiches at home. Yep. Yes. Found it, Burton. Uh, oh God damn it! I didn't. I figured I'd. I'd figured I'd touch on a nerve here. Honestly, I was, I was kind of going for it. I bet all nine of our listeners are yelling at each other. Yeah, I know. They're, <laughs> Fuck this! Fuck Skyler. He's the worst. I know this already, so it's fine. But now all these cults are famous for their uh, appeals for a better life, godliness, and a whole lot of fucking. Mm-hmm. Let's be mm-hmm. frank here. Um, uh, this one is sort of the same, just a tad weirder, probably a little more blood drinking, and a significant amount, a significant amount of fucking in cemeteries. Though I would Ooh. definitely attribute that as uh, to the fucking McRib guys too, frankly. TJ, when I was talking about saving tampon blood and making it into popsicles earlier. I forgot we were talking about vampires tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Serendipity. Yeah. Have you guys ever fucked anybody in a cemetery? Uh, Just this ghost once. Yeah. No. Yeah. He he got (laughs) one of uh, me and Burton's real good friends in high school. They, uh, him and his uh, wife, had sex in a cemetery and uh... <laughs> that was it her or somebody else that was her uh, oh. I could hear the from my house I could hear the fucking call of the bloodhound from your house I was joking oh shit <laughs> an incident and surrounding facts that are so fucking odd they were featured in one of my all time favorite shows <laughs> And from the current case file, a special report on modern-day vampires. To some, it is just innocent diversion. To others, it's a dangerous descent into an altered reality that in one case may have led to murder. Join me. Perhaps you may be able to help solve one of tonight's unsolved mysteries. God damn it. Robert Stack. Mm, Robert Stack. That makes me think of basketball. (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't think I've seen... Uh, it's been a while. I don't know. But Robert Stack gets me fucking pumped. I'm sorry. Yeah. Unsolved Mysteries. It was season nine, episode 13. Before we get into this, I want to say there was a lot of people, a lot of the news outlets and shit like that, talked about this incident involving like certain satanic rituals and You know, really getting swept up again. This is like the later stages of the satanic panic. But during the research, um, I had to, you know sort of sort through the wheat and the chaff a lot of newspaper articles tv reports also helped blur that line saying that these were this incident was satanically motivated yeah satan had his fingers in the 
buttholes. I don't know. And they <laughs> even said that in the court hearing, like that Satan fingered their buttholes. <laughs> one of the guys said that Satan was talking to the main killer who we're going to talk about. And the guy's like, no, he didn't. I just decided to do it, basically. <laughs> like, no, I'm just an asshole. <laughs> mm. Whatever you guys may interpret, this has no direct ties to Satanism. Just a bunch of kids fucking dealing with the occult. And it's basically like the media amping it up and people buying into the last vestiges of the Satanic Panic. In 1996, a group of five kids from Murray, Kentucky, identified themselves as the Vampire Cult. The Vampire Cult had killed a middle-aged mother and father from Eustis, Florida, and that's about 15 minutes away from Disney World. Mm. So, Which one's the happiest place on Earth? Probably mm. <laughs> not Eustis. <laughs> Oh, okay, never mind. I was going to ask how old these kids were. It looks like we might be getting to that. Oh, well, I'll tell you right now. In a minute. <laughs> Standing by. Ah, look at <laughs> a little corn, a little corn juice right there. It's corn. <laughs> it's got the juice. And mm. sir, it does. And lumps. <laughs> now, these five kids or young adults were comprised of Mr. Roderick Farrell, also known as, affectionately known as Rod. He got Scott Anderson. Feral Rod. He got Farrell Rod, Scott Anderson, <laughs> Charity Keese, Heather Windorf, and Dana Cooper. So Rod, Scott, and Charity were all 16, while Heather was 14. And Donna... There is no Dana, only Zool was 19. <laughs> She's the uh, elder of the group. Now, all but Dana were obviously under age 18. So that all basically puts them with an earshot, a rim shot, whatever, of, uh, of uh, being counted as an adult in the eyes mm-hmm. of the law. Rim shot. Ding, ding, ding. Even after, even like outside of the eyes of the eyes of the law, something I think once you reach a certain age... 15, 16, and you do something as heinous as what we're about to talk about. You know? Oh, yeah. I, yep. it, I don't know, this story sort of pisses me off. You you can't get into the story of this group without diving into the story of Rod. Before we start, I want to say that Rod is the epitome of an edgelord. You guys know what an edgelord mm. is, right? Please explain. Somebody who holds back their ejaculations. <laughs> He's a master of that. <laughs> He's a master. <laughs> Oh, I, I haven't come in 10 years, oh. but I try. No. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to hopefully, I'm just going to assume that you guys know what the edgelord is, um, our audience. So in the early 2000s documentary that I watched on YouTube called Kentucky, this is a real fucking original name, Kentucky Teenage Vampires. Says it all. You got to see Rod, you know, this dude who's always attempting to talk, like, real fucking dark. Um, oh, like, I don't uh, know, I would... I just see, like, a fucking, like, kind of emo-y, kind of douchey yep. guy. Oh, yep. man. Oh, man. I'm so dark. That sounds like a like a rival series to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
teenage Kentucky vampires. <laughs> vampires in a half shell. I want to suck your blood. Vampires <laughs> in a half cloak. <laughs> I suck your dick. I, suck. Oh, I mean your blood. Oh man, damn it. Yeah, I mean, I mean your blood. Mark, <laughs> did you hear that? He said your, he's gonna suck our dick. I'm gonna suck your dick blood. Ooh. So, Give you a boner <clears throat> so I can drink it like a straw. <laughs> but the sort of thing I got from Rod was like, you know, he's always trying to be dark and like real cool. But you know those pre people in high school that always acted like real fucking hard, like didn't say much, always strut around with their chest out, you know? <laughs> That's yeah. sort of the same kind of dude. He was a super fucking douche. So if he was he says he has picked on at school. I really don't blame the other people for picking on him, actually. <laughs> Usually I'm against bullying, but in your case, yeah. I get it. I mean, <laughs> I'm here by the studio, the dude off Grandma's boy. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, <fucking> you. <laughs> but as you might expect from stories like this, Rod didn't have an easy life growing up. Not that that was any type of excuse for his actions, but it did offer an explanation for wild hot rod came to be a teenager that brutally beat the fuck out of two adults. As I say, there's really no excuse for fucking killing people, regardless. Uh, Unless it's self-defense. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Or they call you bad names. <laughs> nope, that doesn't, nope. <laughs> or they talk bad about uh, about the fucking McRib. <clears throat> oh. I think you guys, if I was in the same room as you guys, I, I, I saw violence in your guys' eyes. I'd I fucking knock the shit I out of you. I, I, you I, turn, I think you're going to turn me into a McRib. <laughs> Cover me in fucking barbecue <laughs> sauce and put me on some fucking hoagie. You're too hairy. Oh. Uh, I don't want to <laughs> <a> hairy McRib. <laughs> oh, I can't stop thinking about a fucking McRib. That's all I want right now. <laughs> oh, sorry. Large fry and a large Coke and a McRib. Oh, my God. <laughs> about to come. Mick, color me hungry. <laughs> Uh, so that's what I call my new house when I buy it is my McCrib. I fucking hate you, <laughs> Jesus fuck. We had to get a dad joke in there, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Holy fuck. You know, well, we spent uh, the first fifteen minutes talking about jerking off. You know, so you gotta, gotta balance. You gotta you gotta balance. Yes, balance it out with a good wholesome dad joke <laughs> every now and again. Uh, fuck. So old Rod was born. On, uh, on in March of 1980 to uh, Sandra Gibson and Ricky Farrell. So, and uh, won't need to be stated necessarily, but being a piece of shit does seem to run in his family. We'll kind of shine light on that, I think, a little bit. Uh, yes, because uh, little Ricky left shortly after Rod's birth. Just tooted on out, uh, not knowing his own son's name till Rod was the uh, ripe old age of seven. <laughs> ripe old. Yeah. Sandra was 16 when she gave birth to him. She was described as immature, an immature outcast who had strict fundamental Pentecostal parents. So they, does that, does that mean they wore the denim, uh, denim mm -hmm. skirts? They look yep. like pilgrims walking around. Yeah. They I don't, love, I don't they think love I've snakes. ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen a pilgrim wear denim, but um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So at the age of seventeen, she had already had a kid and was married, then divorced. Sandra stated in one of her several interviews that her dad would also 
frequently frequently tell her that she was an unfit mother. Look at me, I'm Sandra D. <laughs> Flaunting my uh, sexuality. Yeah, and that sexy denim skirt down to your ankles. Mm, I'll go to bed, then get legally wed and divorced. I'm Sandra D. What the fuck? Man, Burton <laughs> is in rare form tonight. I think, Show he, you know, that, that was that, especially that last note. Oh, I know. He, he, I'm basically the songbird of our generation. Uh, you, yeah. I, you, so. you, I'm going to call Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> Is he dead? No, that's Mitch McConnell. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Turtle Man's dead yet. Oh, Turtle Man! Turtle Man's not dead yet. Oh, Am I not turtley enough for the Turtle Club? What if he was oh. a Kentucky vampire? <laughs> well, yeah, he's a he, he is, is a senator from Kentucky. Oh that's man, what I'm saying. Uh, that's topical. That is. God damn, Bert. Damn, he are bringing it. Uh, you need to, are hard. You need to go on if, his, if his real name is Rich McConnell, <laughs> then it would fit right in because you got Rod, which is slang for dick. And then you got Rick, which sounds like Dick. Maybe. And then you got Mitch, but could be Richard, maybe, which is Dick. Maybe Mitch McConnell changed his name from Rick Farrell to Rick oh. to Mitch McConnell. Yeah, Rick to Mitch. Yeah. Seems, I can see that. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, we can make that stretch. Maybe Sandra changed herself. For all we know, it could be Sandra D. Anyways, <laughs> through the rest of her teen years, old Sandra the slut would never really hold a job. Like most people in Orange County, she would depend on her parents to watch Little Rod. Um, and then she would go get drunk and smoke the reefer, the devil's lettuce. Mm. That's probably where she uh, got accustomed to talking to the Dark Lord. Um, Definitely. Both of her parents, old Harold and Rosetta. Damn, old Harold got him a Hispanic lady. Oh, She's nope. Rosetta Stone pretended to not know their daughter was partying. So they're just over here like... Ignore it, and then it'll go away. You probably fit a lot of doobies in the pockets of that denim skirts, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, like cargo pants. Yeah, exactly. Cargo pants and her denim skirt? Yeah, they're cargo skirts. Cargo skirts. Cargo skirts? Just like a bunch, <laughs> okay. of, just a bunch of pockets. So, Sandra, you know, being unwilling to hold a job, just generally, as what I've read, is was generally fucking lazy. She would uh, go on and probably, I'd say, one of the toughest and oldest professions on the planet. She became a prostitute. Mm. Not that I have any issues with, you know, prostitution or sex workers. You know, I got no issue with that. They do what they want to do. Hey, if you're going to bang and get paid, whatever. Yeah, see, I've always been mad that it's illegal, but you can, as long as you film it, yeah. and get paid for it. it's it's legal so i don't know why the prostitutes don't just carry a camera with them oh no i'm filming it well they got phones yeah that's what i'm saying i'm uploading this to you porn yeah i'm a i'm a i'm, a, I'm just paying this guy's paying me to film porn with him mm-hmm. i'm just saying loophole so besides her sucking dick for money she also was you know sort of an exotic dancer too that sort of seems something that's hand in hand with prostitution sometimes <laughs> yeah you know you you get on the pole and flash some titties and, and then you take them out back in the alley and flash some titties 
from you. Today she would have just been an OnlyFans model. God damn it. For Burton's fucking bachelor party, we went to a place in Louisville, a strip club, and one of our friends at the time. When we were 18. Yeah. This uh, girl, oh my god, she was butt ugly as fuck. Yeah, sorry. She was a woman, but fucking ugly as shit. Probably about 45. Breath smelled like fucking uh, cigarettes, and titties smelled like cigarettes. They smelled, tasted like cigarettes. And now, hang on. She, Mind you, this was the first stripper that any of us had ever seen <laughs> in our lives. Uh-huh. Well, she walked up to me and Burton's friend, and fucking, she tried to sit on my lap. I said, get the fuck away. She sat on the guy right next to me's lap, and she scooted. You know how, like, a dog lifts its legs and scoots its butt <laughs> across the ground? Well, she did that sort of, and like he was wearing like uh, cat or like darky khaki shorts, and he scooted and stood up, and he seemed like mucus, and like it looked like a snail had slid across his legs. He oh. stuck his fingers in it and smelled, it and goes, "Oh yeah," and I go, Ugh. "Remember, she made out with him too. That yeah. was the best part." Oh yeah. Oh god. And she tried to get like, to pay her a dollar. The snail trail. She called me cheap, and I'm like, "You're nasty." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, just this. And he kept smelling, like touching it and smelling. I'm like, "That's fucking gross." It ended up being a pretty fun night, though. I guess for you guys, I got they fucking stopped my uh, bottomless cokes. Because <laughs> I was just sitting there watching fucking the TV. They cut you off from the cokes, cokes, Coca Colas. Yeah. Because yeah. Mm. I wasn't paying. We were poor back then. I don't even know how we had money to go to a strip club, to be honest with you. Yeah. I wasn't going to fucking pay for that shit. I fucking I mean, this lady, watched the TV this lady, with CSI. This lady slimed my, my friend's leg. I don't... Mm-hmm. I thought it was Ghostbusters for a minute. <laughs> his ectoplasm. His ectoplasm <laughs> on his knee. Back onto it. Mm. Throughout the years, Sandra, you know, would also, while... Being a prostitute and exotic dancer, she would still leech off of her parents frequently, asking for money, and then also be on food stamps. She also had a really difficult time being a parent and really wasn't able to, you know, which will be evident later, guide her son. Tough to balance, you know, stripping and mm-hmm. banging for money and having a kid, you know. <laughs> yep. She's just trying to put food on the table. It's true. I mean, you know, you got some. Uh, yeah, you got to eat. I, uh, I thought Burton said she was just trying to put poon on the table. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that too. She did that a lot too. That yeah. too. It reminds me of uh, a time in my youth uh, at the at the at the at this uh, county fair. Uh, as a two girls approached a, a group of friends of mine, and wanted money to show us their boobs, because they wanted to go to a Wendy's and buy some frosties. Hell yeah! And I was did like, you well, pay him? I mean, I didn't have any money, but I, I'm, I, a couple of my friends did. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, so they went and got some frosties. Good for them, <laughs> you know. Were they nice? I mean, I don't remember. I I was flashed by a girl when I was like twelve, and she had no boobs, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that was not that was not as good as I thought it would it's be. Like watching, it's like <laughs> looking at your like. Like uh, your friend's chest, your guy, you know, guy friend's Ugh, chest. Yeah, that was pretty much. I was yeah. like, oh, good. Mm, yep, I could look at. Thank I you. could see that. 
I don't know. Now I probably got anyway. Uh, so now, according to Sandra, Rod was born with uh, born with his umbilical cord wrapped around his neck. Oh, not good. Probably from all those dicks going in her. <laughs> Jostled her around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I just my imagination took over for a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the doctors were able to resuscitate him, uh, you know, at the last second. Damn it. Now, you know, talk about bad omens. They didn't get much better yeah. for Rod. Uh, his home life really wasn't that stable. Mother would jump from home to home with a different boyfriend. Uh, also frequently moving in with Harold and Rosita uh, a few times. According to an article written by the Tampa Bay Times, and this came out, I believe, during the hearing, um, Rod was sexually abused by his grandfather and his friends during their black magic slash satanic rituals. This is Harold? Yeah. Harold. According to Rod, grandfather Harold was in a cult that he and his friends called the Black Mask. Were they like a cult full of like gimps? I was going to say a bunch of people that are really racist and oh, wore black. Or that too. <laughs> hey, no, we like we like, like we like black people. That's why we're doing it. We're, it's a tribute, not a racial thing. Yeah, whatever. Sounds weird. As they do, Harold denied that he or his friends molested his grandson, and he denied that they participated in cult activity. He stated that uh, old Feral Rod told fantastic stories and lived in a teenage dream world. Uh, so, fuck him. Hmm. His grandpa would go on to say, I don't know anything about cults. I don't really know books on cults. Uh, is, uh, what the fuck is that? I'll say, is a uh, uh, teenage dream world, is that what... Is that the Katy Perry yeah. song is about? Teenage, well, I can't whatever the fuck, goes. whatever the fuck. I'm just, a, I'm seeing a teenage dirtbag. <laughs> California girls, what the fucking song is it? That's yeah, I don't know. Teenage dream. I'll just keep singing. I'm just a teenage yeah, I think, dirtbag. Like I feel like you're singing. I think you're singing Teenage Wasteland by the. I think the Who. Yeah. Teenage Wasteland. What the fuck is the is, Dream World song? What's the actual title of that, Zool? What? That song. Uh, you know it. Uh, it's not Teenage Debris. Song. Baba O'Reilly. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. Okay. Is that really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh. like I said, this information came out during the court hearing for Rod. Regarding, you know, the double homicide that he perpetrated on Naomi and Richard Windor. So old Rodnold also told told adolescent psychiatrist Wade Myers, who tested... That's a coach. uh, (laughs) I mean, this happened in Florida. That's Urban Myers. Oh. (laughs) He's not even... (laughs) (laughs) So he told uh, told Wade Myers, who testified to this during the court hearings, that rituals of his grandfather's cult, the Black Mask, 
included sodomy, Satanism, masochism, torn tissues, like uh, ripping up Kleenexes. Yeah, after they come, they're just ripping Sperm. up the Sperm. <laughs> ripping up. Uh, this teaches you. Okay. Uh, just, that's fine. Just don't put it in my butt anymore. I mean, I'm, I don't care. God. Anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, oh, don't tear the tissues up. Anyway, also uh, included, uh, also involved cuts and burns. Um, I have a cold. I'm fucked now. Nah, damn it. All the Kleenexes are in the, <laughs> in the trash can. My ass is bleeding and my nose is running and I can't clean either one. Yeah, that's up. true. You might need some Kleenex. That, that's kind of insult to injury. You ripped my butthole like a Kleenex and now I got no Kleenex. Wipe up the blood. Yep. No, the cult. I hope their dicks wore masks too. <laughs> that's what the, this. God damn it, Burton. <laughs> They ripped, the, oh, they, they ripped up the Kleenex because they were making paper mache masks for their, their, their dicks. It was like arts and crafts if you were like a weird sadist. I can't see fucking shit with this thing on. <laughs> Smells like gum. The masks are a good idea. Uh, I agree. I don't know, Harold. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Y'all ain't better not ask for nothing from me and mine again. <laughs> so, so, so the the cult, uh, the Kleenex cult, met four times a year, and also, on top of all of this, partic- participated in animal sacrifices. So they're, they're you know, they check they check all the boxes and then some. As far as uh, they, also, they also emptied all your cereal boxes and dumped your milk out. On top of you know utilizing an adolescent psychiatrist for the hearing, they also uh, the defense team also brought in Harry Crop. My full name is Harry Crop Top. <laughs> I knew that was good. I don't know. As soon as I read that name, I knew I knew it was gonna. I knew that was gonna elicit a response, and I wasn't. I was so, disappointed. <laughs> not only did they bring in, you know, the adolescent psychiatrist, they brought in Harry Crop of Gainesville, who was a forensic psychologist. <sighs> He said, quotes, the goal of the cult was to release evil into the world and extinguish light, unquote. Crop examined Farrell, or Rod three times after his arrest. Huh. So, also to throw a little bit more, more in it on people who may have doubt about Grandpa, also during the trial, Sandra's older sister, so Mom's older sister, Rod's aunt, testified... That her father, Harold, had sexually abused both her and Sandra while growing up. Mm. So there's some legitimacy there. Oh, yeah. To, you know, Grandpa doing some fucked up shit, being a fucking thumb nugget. Mm, tell I'm him. sure old Harry Crop will figure it out. Tell old Dr. Crop Top all about it, will you? <laughs> tell him all about it. Does it, make, does it make you uncomfortable when I tie my shirt up? No, not. <laughs> 
<laughs> Does this make me look gay? Does this make me look gay? <laughs> no, man. How about not? <laughs> oh, it looks good. Oh. Now, growing up, Rod's mother introduced him to the supernatural and the paranormal realm. So had he not turned into a psychopathic vampire killer, he'd probably have liked this podcast, maybe. Um, <clears throat> now, to which Rod would wholeheartedly embrace this, uh, this uh, these uh, things. Sandra introduced mm-hmm. him to vampires through the tabletop role-playing game Vampire the Masquerade, which I don't think I've ever okay. heard of. Yeah. Sounds dorky. <laughs> Sorry, I'm wrong. I'm trying to raid. touch. I'm trying to touch all the nerves. Going after the fucking mm-hmm. McRib, and I'm going after fucking. I never fucking played this I, game. I, Trust I me, saw I'm... a little tinge in you. Yeah, my dad would have fucking thrown it in the fire and said, "That's gay." <laughs> <laughs> Willie Clark Nelson's got the word masquerade in it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 so through this, through his mom and her. Her influence and this board game, <laughs> old Rod became fascinated with the world of vampires. Supposedly, by the age of sixteen, Rod had sort of evolved into this super fucking destructive little fuck. You know, frequently fighting with his mother. You know, hitting her, breaking shit. And I don't know if this is true, but he also allegedly started getting into heavy drugs like PCP and occasionally heroin. Jesus Christ. So if you didn't notice, like I said, allegedly, because, you know, it was Rod that had disclosed this to people. And we remember he's a fucking edgelord of like, you know, ginormous proportions. You know, he's going to blow shit out of proportion. He probably took Advil and he's like, Fuck yeah, man, I'm on drugs. Man, I snorted me like five PCPs last night, and I'm so fucking hard <laughs> right now. I, I smoked three pots. So, I, I smoked so many pots that I baked a cake. Oh, I've done the occasional heroin, and now I don't feel good. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Rod also littered his room with books and items uh, pertaining to the occult, showing his obsession with uh, all things occult. Mm-hmm. Also, also, he also had an altar in his room. <laughs> Rod, so Rod is a cool dude. He's in there snorting, sticking PCP in his dick, and making altars. Um, Little black mask. So many news. Little black, yeah, papier mache. So many news groups would later call it a shrine, implying that the worshiping of something, or worshiping something, which in this case, the big media outlets would also call the devil, worshiping that devil. But that's just them pushing their, you know, satanic panic rhetoric, um, which again was fairly common. Thing to kind of jump. It was a common train to jump on, much like Rod's mom. <laughs> Jesus, I just got that. <laughs> I mean, I would have fucked her back in the day. Give me that. Give me that long denim train. I'm coming out. I'm coming on that. I'm coming on that. <laughs> Damn. I'm coming on that. I didn't. I'm coming it. Yeah. Uh, I'm coming. Uh, I don't do that. I don't do that. Get Rod's ass over here too. I'm fucking it too. 
this is sort of the time where Rod, you know, the Edge Lord, you know, became more of an extreme thing, you know, to a super fucking extreme. In January of 1996, while at school, which I thought this was pretty fucking cool, some of the other kids thought it would be funny to pit Rod versus another well-known Edge Lord in the school, a boy named Jaden Murphy. Well, Jaden and Rob didn't end up fighting, even though everybody was like pushing them, trying to, and it became good friends pretty damn quick. Huh. These two weird ejaculation controllers were best friends, and Jaden was the leader or sire of their coven of alleged vampires. Oh my God, I can fucking hear this fucking. Mmm, sire. Mmm, yeah. you've stuffed so much PCP into my wiener, I can't. Thank you, sire. I don't know. It's time to suck some things. Oh my god, I can see this. It's fucking... The main vein. <laughs> I'm gonna suck it. There's a lot of black, greasy hair, I think, happening, right? Like, oh greasy black so hair in your face. Dusters. Dusters. <laughs> fucking fedoras. Yeah. Good lord. Oh my god. White <laughs> face paint. Jaden invited Rod to join them. The group of vampires would cut each other and drink their bloods together. They also fucked while they were blooding all over each other. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, let's blood on our dicks and then fuck. Uh, lube me up and with your blood. So, in the documentary, they talked, like, they showed a clip because this uh, vampire group was together uh, several, like, several years after that happened. And one of the kid, kids, adults, he's like, he had a girl right next to him. He's like, oh, I can't remember her name, but he's like, yeah, she really showed me the way last night. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> sort of like Beavis and Butthead. And the guy's like, like, one of the people's like, what do you mean? He's like, she showed me the way. <laughs> Show me the way to go home. She bit right into my cock. Tired and I want to go to bed. And the girl was actually Jaden's girlfriend. So, like, they did share, you know, the women. Yeah, sounds like a party. He literally, she literally Uh, just showed him the way to go home. Showed him the way. He also said that they fucked. Like, I mean, he didn't say. He said that after they fucked, they cut and then, like, or no, she cut the guy. And, like, he let her suck his blood from his arm. And I'm like, shouldn't you do that during sex, at least? That's the after-sex fun. I want that after-sex drink. Yeah, I need Four pints. Need hydrate. Sounds like a good way to get hepatitis. Probably. So, the timetable is a little weird. So, just bear with me. But, old Hot Rod, Jaden, and another person were walking through a trailer park. And a little cute kitten ran out near them. Old Rod grabs the cat and hits her across the fucking tree or a trailer. I'm not sure. The kitten obviously died on impact. Um, And, uh, you know, him being a vampire, the kitten probably exploded with his (laughs) vampire muscles. Mm -hmm. Jaden's like, uh, what the fuck? And expressed to old Hot Rod that doing that kind of shit is weird and wrong. And that's where Rod and Jaden drift apart. 
Overod and Jaden got into a skirmish at their home. They finally fought. This took some time, yeah. but they finally, the nerd yeah. fight happened. Yep. And uh, so they had some words, and then Jaden pinned him against the brick wall. Oh. And fucked the shit out of him. Right in nope, his little nope, ass. I didn't fuck him. Nope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Rod was then banished from the group and again became an outsider. He was an outsider to the outsider. Just too much. Does that make it like an outsider squared? I'm just too much of an outsider, guys. I just. That's fucking. It's like, I just. I'm so much an outsider. I stuffed nine pots in my wiener. Got so fucking stoned. <laughs> I keep hearing uh, what Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Oh man, he just wanted to beat some cats, you know. Yeah, he was beating that pussy. He couldn't help it. Oh, I just gotta beat that puss, you know. Like that, uh, she showed me the way, and I just can't help it. I guess I'm, I'm addicted. Got a murder pussy. I'm addicted yep. to that. Well, and this is sort of the first part of. Animal cruelty that we, you know, when you hear of like sociopaths and shit like that, you always hear of animal cruelty. Oh, yeah. And this is sort of the start of that. So after this, you know, Rod began to, he formed his own coven, and which I don't know if they called them covens or not, but so Rod started, you know, drafting others. Uh, I picture some sort of like recruiting montage, you know, here, hmm. uh, Rod just appears out of nowhere telling a kid, you know, to be in a vampire group. Oh, do you like, uh, do you like beating cats and fucking puss and fucking shoving stuff in your wiener? Do you like, uh, <laughs> you like blood? Because I've got some blood. But I picture it like, you know, he just pops up and, you know, the kid's playing basketball and he's an all-star. He's like, hey, you want to be a vampire? It's like, like no, yeah, not really, you yeah. fucking loser. I'm like, oh, well, well, fuck you, I'm going to suck some blood out of this dead cat I killed. He puffs into a mist, <laughs> and he, thir- he throws, like, something in the air, and then you see him running <laughs> off real it's quick. In, in a fucking duster. Oh, man. Mm, by, by Satan's love, I fucking hate put a hex on you, bitch. Oh, my God. He definitely has a trapper keeper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go home and draw a big pentagram so hard. <laughs> it's gonna make me so wet. <laughs> I'm getting. My I'm, the longer we get in this episode, I'm really honing in on who this fucking guy is. And goddamn it, I hate him. So to his coven, Roddy, uh, Roddy, Roddy, recruited Scott <laughs> Anderson, Charity Keyson, Heather Windorf, and Dana. There is no Zool Cooper. <laughs> uh, into his family and called it, you know, not a far stretch for it, called it Vampire Clan. Vampire Clan! Yeah, the vampire Clan. I'm the Vampire Clan, the Vampire Clan, doing everything that a vampire can. <laughs> Can't catch me in the Vampire Clan. <laughs> And that's not that's a spelled with a C and not a K, just for people. <laughs> they yep. didn't like sublet for KKK either. <laughs> it's Mortal Kombat uh, rules, you know. They spell spell the K, everything with a K. So they all uh, came allegedly came from troubled homes as well. All these uh, miscreants that Roddy 
recruited into his cult. Uh, that coupled with Rod's natural charisma and hatred for cats, the group came quite close. All of them took comfort in being able to uh, belong to a group of outsiders and like-minded people while growing up in a place that is generally unaccepting of anything non-traditional. Yeah. Rod is portrayed typically as the leader of this group, but during the court proceedings, everyone agreed that Dana Cooper was more than likely the uh, the actual leader. But she was 18, so that sort of makes sense. So, uh, she can buy us... Mm, she can buy us cigarettes and mm, get us into R-rated movies. Yeah, occasional heroin. She uh, took us to see... I don't think you have to be 18 to get occasional heroin. She took us to get uh, heroin at the movies. She bought us popcorn. She rented us pornos from Danny's video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Vampire porn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like hampires. Hampire. Hampire records. Oh. <laughs> uh, sorry, that's pig Latin to me. Um, <laughs> uh, so I want to say this is sort of where Rod turned into a super nerd. Now he's a super nerd? Oh, this oh. dude, I meant sorry. Like... A fucking super super like Megazord. Like he So like this is the point where he fully committed. Yeah, he became boss nerd. Boss nerd. He he went whole hog. He didn't just do the tip. He went. So like TJ said, old Rod officially proclaimed himself to be a five hundred year old vampire named Vasago Asago. You know you hit rock bottom. On the rung of high school social ladder, when you have to declare yourself a 500-year-old devil-worshipping dick sucker named Vagina Sausage. <laughs> I am Visago. I am Visago. <coughs> My goodness. Nah, I'm Visago. I swear to God, I know so, this person. I'm 500 years old. When I heard Visago, I thought I I instantly was like, oh, Burton. We'll think of vagina sausage right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason I put that in there because, like, oh, that's uh, so you know you're coming into your you're coming into the stride when you can start anticipating. I do love a nice vagina sausage, I mean, a little spicy vagina sausage, ooh, a little heat, a little meat. Make it in the, make some gravy with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make the gravy. Oh, God, now I've make the gravy God. thick. Now I want to make rib and biscuits and gravy. I'm having biscuits and gravy in the morning, I'll tell you that now. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to have work. Oh. Work gravy. Eight, make a little work gravy. Eight tits. I do love me a little work gravy. I'm going to go fishing tomorrow because it's supposed to storm. So I'm going to go to the boathouse and go fishing. It's going to be a rough day. Tough. <laughs> Tough. <laughs> it's hard. Oh, I bet. I bet. I bet. Um, so, uh, <laughs> God damn this thing. Damn these people. This group would frequently meet at a place called the, now wait for it, the Van... <laughs> Can you guess? Can you guess? <laughs> I mean, it's very on the nose. Uh, the Vampire Hotel. Oh, damn. It's a hotel for vampires. 
This uh, hotel for vampires was an old and abandoned rec center in the land between the lakes, which is near Murray. Oh, that sounds like a TV show that my wife would watch. Land between the lakes. The vampire hotel. Oh, oh the vampire hotel. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a drama series. I keep wanting to, I keep wanting to make a joke, <laughs> and I don't know, shied away from it. But are these? Do these guys shine and glitter in the light? <laughs> are they those kind of uh, vampires? Because I feel like they're those kind of vampires. <laughs> Minus the super strength and the dashing good looks. Yeah, instead of super strength and good looks, like bo and a lot of like greasy hair. And a lot of grunge and Tool, probably. probably. Yeah, they do listen to Tool. You can't fault them for their taste in music, but you can fault them for pretty much everything else in there. Anyway, <clears throat> now according to Rod's mom, <laughs> Cooper took her son to the hotel to drink and practice secret rituals. They would light candles and practice sexual torture. Oh. Gibson also uh, knows all this because she was often there. Which is fucking sick. She would go with her son while she yeah. and watch her son get fucked. Not a problem. Hell yeah. Not an issue with the prostitution and this exotic dancery, but, you know, she goes to a place called the Vampire Hotel and watch her son get sexually tortured. I'm sure she fucked her son. She would too. watch her son get fucked stupid and she'd just like. Rubbing the bean too, you know, glazing. He's like, yeah, yeah. Matt boy can take a dick. I know that. I know where he got that from. I know where he got that from. God, I wish my mom would have supported me like his mom did. I mean, you know, I don't need Bert. He's right. I mean, fuck, man. We could all use a mother that would support us in our endeavors that deeply. She would go to a place called the Vampire Hotel and watch us get. Mm -hmm sodomized by our nerdy friends. <laughs> Hell, she probably gave chips. Cooper's a girl, though. Huh? Cooper's an 18-year-old girl. Doesn't mean girl. she can't sodomize. Hey. You ever heard of a strap-on? Never used one. I mean, I, I mean, I you never, I ask if you've used one. <laughs> I've asked if you've heard of one. I've heard of one. I've also never <laughs> used one. <laughs> <laughs> this story keeps getting weirder and weirder. You know, a mom going up to an abandoned building to watch her son and friend fuck stupid. You know, drink blood, perform sex, sex magic. Mag sex yeah. magic is really fucking odd. Sex magic. <laughs> yeah, sex magic. It's a legitimate thing. Uh, oh my god! That a, uh, I missed out on a whole realm. Yeah, isn't that a um? Oh, uh, oh, never mind. Google search sex. <laughs> Magic. It's not fucking like satanic. It's it's ritualistic magic. But Burton will explain it here in a minute. So, in all reality, you know the mother. She said she wasn't. She was just there watching. She was an active participant, you know. And during the hearing, she was portrayed typically as being a part of the coven mm. and doing things. With She's just trying to connect with her son. She's just just trying to oh. connect. Deeply. Mm. Mm. According to Wikipedia, real quick, sex magic is magic is any type of sexual activity used in a magical, ritualistic, and otherwise religious yep. and spiritual purpose. There it is. Pursuit. 
So, Rod and his family would go there to perform their rituals. A court document stated that they would frequently cut themselves so they could drink the blood. This was confirmed during the hearing that they did, in fact, fancy the iron wine. <laughs> they would also torture each other during sex. Yeah, that seems to equate to the ritualistic sex magic. They would also go to cemeteries and cut themselves again and drink their own pussy blood and possibly vandalize shit. And fuck. And fuck each other's cocks and fuck them. I was going to say that the Iron Wine, like, that sounds like a band that um, that Roddy would probably, like, a band name that Roddy would try to use, but I feel like that's a little too... That's not on the nose enough for this guy. Yeah, it would definitely <laughs> be the vampire band. Like, that seems a little too... <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, you got to read into that a little bit. Iron Wine. It's not like... Uh, he'd, be, yeah. he'd call his fucking band, like, Vampire Band. Yeah. We're vampire band. Mm-hmm. Tube steak band. <laughs> we're the tube steak. Mm-hmm. We're the vampire uh, tube steak vampires. There yeah. you go. We're the bloody cock. Yeah. That's pretty much the same thing. That sounds like a British band. <laughs> Oi, we're the vampires. The bloody cock suckers. We're bloody cock suckers, mate. <laughs> Fancy yourself a shag, ain't it? Uh, or actually, that could just be the first hit from the vampire band, the bloody cock suckers. <laughs> So this is where the timeline sort of starts to get really weird. Um, there are multiple sources that state, you know, after forming his crew, him and his mother packed up his shit, his and her shit, and then moved to Eustis, Florida, where Rod met with Heather. Other sources state that in 1995, before Rob met Jaden, they moved to Eustis, where he met Heather. So I'm not sure which one it is, but regardless, it doesn't matter because Rod met Heather. At some point, they started fucking. Well, not initially, no, because Heather thought Rod was not very attractive, um, but stated that he had charisma and knowledge of the unknown that pulled her in. It was also probably the butt kisses she used to get from Rod, you know? Now a butt kiss is where you spread your cheeks and, you know, press your asshole to your lover's skin. The lip skin. Lip skin? It can be... Or just any skin. No, just... Skin. Yeah, oh, so the skin. butt. So the so butt is be, doing the kissing. Okay. Yeah. I'm, like I said, wait. it can be anywhere on the arm, leg, chest, face, even the butt. I'm, a, I'm on a. I made I'm on a up. learning journey right now. I'm just. I'm just trying to soak. I just, just trying to soak. I. I bet it. It's a thing. I'm sure it's a thing. Skylar, that's part of the sexual magic. Sexual magic. The butt kisses. Instead of butterfly kisses, butt kisses. <laughs> <laughs> give you the butt kisses. Regardless of when Rod and his mother moved back to Murray, Kentucky, he remained in frequent contact with Heather, um, costing both sets of parents a few thousand in long-distance charges. If you aren't in your 30s or older, you probably don't fucking know what we're talking about when we say that. But a long, long time ago, like my kids say, you know, uh, 40 years ago in 1985... Um, we had these phones that were in our house and they weren't, they weren't mobile. They stayed in the house and people would call them. And if you called someone who had a different area code than you, you got charged for a long distance call. It was really fucked up. Unless you call 10, 10, 220. 
Remember when you had to get a fucking phone card to call? Yeah. Oh my god. You're like, I want to go buy me a phone card so I can call my girlfriend that lives in Japan or Colorado. Oh. Yep. You had a girl that lived in Colorado or Japan? No. Yep. In Japan, Colorado. She was a squid hippie. Japan, Colorado. Yep. (laughs) I used to call Andy when he lived in Japan. Back in the 80s. Back in the 80s. I mean, yeah. um, <laughs> future Andy. <laughs> uh, getting all these messages from 1980, and I don't know where they're coming from. God, and it's so weird that we used to do so much dumb shit. Now, looking back, like the shit that we had to do in life compared to now. Yeah, my AOL ran yeah, out. Yeah, I talk on a phone that was stuck to a wall. Anyway, weird. Sorry. So the two also exchanged letters, and many of Heather's letters made it seem like her home was a quote-unquote hell. Heather also stated in them, the letters that is, that she wished her parents to be murdered. Sounds like a good kid. Uh, Now, in October, uh, on October 13th, 1996, no, no one, pick up sticks. Uh, Rod. Oh, I was, wait, I was waiting for somebody. Maybe pick up sticks. Here, say it again. That's gonna feel okay. <laughs> so on October thirteenth, nineteen ninety six. I thought he was gonna leave it. I wish. Yeah, I wish you would have not done it again. That'd have been fun. Oh God. Rod broke into Murray Calloway Animal Shelter. It is unknown if anyone was with him, but. The county deputy stated that the tracks in the field and around the fence entrance appeared that if it was more than one person. That night, him and his compatriots mutilated a bunch of puppies in the field next to the shelter. So if you didn't like the guy before, most of you probably hate him now. Um, The group would go on to collect the puppy blood and use it in a blood drinking ceremony. Which, is, again, just sounds like a way to get some kind of bloodborne illness. Hmm. I'll somehow, I don't know how this group of five kids, this group of kids got a parvo. Uh, they got dog COVID. They got, <laughs> yeah, they got dog AIDS. <laughs> now, now, when the county deputy arrived, he stated that he had found several puppies barely alive with all of their limbs ripped from them. Jesus. That's brutal fucking shit, you know? And in that documentary with the real original name that I mentioned Mm -hmm. in the beginning, there were actual pictures of the mutilated puppies. And uh, one of the the deputy talked about how, like, when he walked through the field, like, there were some that were, like, moving and, like, still, like, barking and, like, they had no limbs. And, like, whoever was there stepped on them, tried to push them into the ground. Okay, I didn't didn't Again, like the guys that much before, but now really don't like the guys. And again, the whole thing with the you know psychopathic behaviors and shit like that, you know, big fucking indicator. This is fucking Michael Myers from the Rob Zombie version. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I'll say Jaden had it right. He kicked that weird douchebag yeah. out because goddamn. Yeah. In November of 1996, Rod, Scott, Charity, and Dana got into Scott's car and traveled from West Virginia. Mountain Mama. 
from Western Kentucky to Eustace to pick up Heather so they could formally introduct her into the vampire clan, cult, whatever the fuck the name is. The dumbasses. So, but before leaving, Rod, in typical Rod fashion, allegedly dropped golden dragonfly acid. Mm. And he stated... I dropped a 10 strip of acid. Oh. So, 10 strips, like a whole, you know, the whole thing, oh. right? Again, he may have, but in all reality, I don't think he did, you know? Yeah, I mean... Being someone who has partook, and partook, you know, twice in college, I don't really... Just one. Fuck me up. I mean, there are people out so, there that were dropping... You know, to do that, and I mean, it's hard to say. An edge lord, but doing it and then taking a 720 mile yeah, trip. That's that's true. That's a tough drive. Holy that's fuck, a tough dude! Drive. There's a lot of lights <laughs> flashing around you when you're driving, and Jesus Christ, that and anything can fucking set it from you know, say if it's a good trip to a bad trip, you know, just that one fucking tiny thing can fucking yeah. That's why when I did it, I made sure like it was like. Nothing was going to fuck me up. I was, you know, Bob Dylan and Pink Floyd aren't going to fucking hinder nope. nope. my high. No, that's, a good, that's... that's why you always got to have Twizzlers so you have a good trip. That's my, my trip candy. Yeah. <laughs> Do it in the fall. Come on, driving. Right? I guess this could have happened, but it also could be the perfect example of him, you know, exaggerating, make himself, you know, a Ooh, badass. I took so much acid. I took so much acid. I was like, Fucking ten, ten acids, guys. Ten. It was a dragonfly acid, guys. Too. It was like the strongest acid. It was so acidic. It was so acidic. <laughs> it like burned a hole in my dick. So assy. Like a ten strip. I do remember. Like, I oh, what was it called? They call it like a ten strip. Yeah. So, which I meant is just a bunch of like uh, what's it called a full thing of yeah. tabs. Didn't actually mean it was 10, but he, I don't know if he was using the lingo and meaning one thing and, you yeah, know. He probably heard uh, his mom say it. You know. Yeah. So on November 25th, the vampire group arrived in Eustace. Their main goal, now that they're there, was to get old Heather away from her home, where they would complete the induction in a crossing over ceremony. <laughs> That required old Will Ferrell and the 15-year-old to swap each other's hot, steamy, liquid iron. Oh, what? that iron wine. flow into my mouth. Chalice. I hope you're on your period, Heather, because I'm about to suck that shit out. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's a way to do it. I hope he was in the morning, too, because then you get eggs with it. Oh, my God. Oh, it's all part of a balanced breakfast. Yep, throw little oatmeal in a bowl, pizza period. Uh, so okay. the next part may produce a little skepticism. May. Supposedly, Roddy created a plan to break into Heather's home so that they could steal the keys to her parents' 1993 Ford Explorer. Luxurious, roomy. Um, 
At the time of the plan, uh, he had no intention to actually kill her parents, but somewhere along the way, the plan changed and was modified to include the murdering of both of her parents. And that's thinking, and that's that's uh, called... Um, ah, shit. Well, I don't know. Premeditation? Mm, premeditation. I was going to say... Um, fuck. I cannot think of words. Improvisation. <laughs> so, Rod more than likely had decided to kill the parents before even leaving the great state of Kentucky. Like we said, Rod is a man of extremes and to prove he is the man, mm. you know? Well, what could be more, what could be even more extreme and noble than killing the oppressors, oppressors of your love? It's true. Mm, I'm just going to kill uh, I did so much ass. I'm just gonna kill your parents. I was gonna kill. He's basically a knight. I'm just gonna kill him because I'm, I'm a, I'm a knight. I'm a vampire knight. I'm a knight of the vampire. Vagina sausage. Vagina sausage. <laughs> I'm vagina sausage. I'm one hundred thousand years old. I'm a hundred thousand knights old, and I got a vagina sausage. Mm. I don't know what I'm in. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Rod and the group arrived at uh, Heather's parents' home. Heather came outside and greeted everyone. And then Rod and Scott went into the home through the garage, leaving both Dana Cooper and Charity Kiss Kisi in the car with Heather. Don't worry, the air conditioning was on. Don't worry. I don't want them to die of heat stroke in the car. They put a sign yeah. on the outside. The air conditioning. Don't worry, the air conditioning is on, and they're listening to Tool. They're fine. Now, while walking through the utility room, Rod saw a crowbar and decided it was a, a you know, decided it'd be good. I did grab it. Get it. Grab it. He did. So, at this point, I have a hard time believing that Heather did not know what was going to happen. You know. With the letters she wrote and, you know, about wanting to kill her parents. I'm pretty sure Rod was more than vocal with her, you know, saying, I'm going to just fuck the shit out of both of them. Upon entry through the garage, both Scott and Rod found Richard Windorf, Heather's father, asleep on the couch. Before the father had a chance to wake up, the 16-year-old Rod... (laughs) struck him several times with the crowbar, fracturing his skull and his ribs. And also, as the coroner believed, almost instantly killing him. Best part of waking up. Crowbar in your (laughs) ribs. That was a rod sandwich. (laughs) See a little rod in the dome. Yeah. Crow rod. Hope he jerked off. I'm, I'm sure he did. So, Na- so Naomi Windorf, uh, who was uh, showering at the time, this is. Uh, that sounds like a. These Windorf people sound like a clan of elder yeah, people. Kind of does. Naomi Windorf. Windorf. <laughs> Our shower is three feet tall. Um, <laughs> we love. So cookies. this is yeah. This is obviously Heather's mother uh, was in the shower at the time and 
tried to defend herself, but was similarly bludgeoned to death by Rowdy Roddy Crowbar. Um, so Roddy got to see them titties. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, probably. Rod later confessed his intention was to, in fact, let Naomi live. Um, but when she lunged at him, all nude, and apparently threw a cup of coffee at him, because she had coffee in the she had a shower, she had, shower she had a shower coffee. coffee, you know. He changed his mind and decided to kill her as well. Uh, and one of the first responders that actually arrived at the scene described it as a bloodbath. Oh, what was that again? <laughs> Blood. <bath. laughs> and a traction painting with just the color red. What the fuck? After no the joke. deed was over. Huh. Sorry, what, Jay? That's legitimate quotes from him. No joke. I don't even know what Jackson Pollock say, I, means. I'm not super super proficient with the Jackson. Oh, he's a dude that did splatter. That's why when people say they jizzed on the uh, wall, like it looked like a Jackson Pollock. It's like a... I don't know if it's abstract, yeah, yeah. but it's like yeah, black jizz and shit. Uh, I got you. I yeah. looked it up. Yeah, it's one of those Is stupid things. Is it considered things. abstract? I don't know. It's considered stupid. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, yeah. let's pay $12,000 for some guy to take a paintbrush and go. Yeah, little, Jackson little, Pollock, a paintbrush. major figure in the abstract expressionist movement. Okay. Oh, was widely noticed for his <laughs> drip technique. <clears throat> After the deed was over, the group fled in the 1993 Ford Explorer her mm. um, when Scott and Odil Rod got into the vehicle everyone noticed the blood it was smeared on his shirt and face so they pulled over about a mile down the road and <laughs> changed their license plate and old buttfucker Rod cleaned the blood off of him which would definitely indicate some premeditation <laughs> if they had an extra license plate right because I don't, you know, don't normally carry an extra license plate with me. Oh, and again, Heather had to have known something happened, like, really bad. This dude was fucking drenched. You know, he looked like yeah. Terry. Nice. And so, like, she knew that he fucking murdered her parents. Hmm. I've, I fucking, Yeah. Yeah. So now Heather's older sister would arrive at the home later that evening, and according to her, and her name is Jennifer, um, she was past curfew and a tad nervous because she didn't want to get in trouble. Little did she know that she wouldn't have to worry about getting in trouble from her parents. Um, oh God. Jennifer found the dead, uh, found the, uh, the the bloody crime scene, and immediately called nine one one. That was bad. So while she's doing that, the group of miscreants uh, drove through four states in four days before they ran out of money in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Home of the vampires. Charity called her grandmother and asked for her to wire some money. To which the grandmother promptly notified the police of their whereabouts because the police found it and they knew who did it. Oh, sure. This grandma called 
the police, and she told the teens to drive to a local Howard Johnson's hotel, which is sort of mm-hmm. a chain, where she would have the cops waiting for him without them knowing. So all five were arrested without incident and booked into Lake County Jail before being moved to the juvenile facility Ascala. So not only are these guys fucking killers, you know, and willing participants, they're fucking Yeah, no shit. shit. It took them four days to drive from Florida to Baton Rouge. What the fuck were they doing? Not only that, but they went through all their money, and then they called and asked for a grandmother to wire them <laughs> money. And then they went to a, a hotel. Yeah, they're fucking stupid. Oh, kids. That's we where we're like, we're, we're, we're in the home stretch here. So on February 12th, 1998, then 17-year-old Rod pleaded guilty to the murders, claiming that the others traveling with him were innocent except for Scott Anderson, who was simply an accessory. Rod pleaded guilty to two counts of the felony murder. Rod's attorneys tried to argue that he was insane. Prior to the hearing, he was examined by psychiatrists and was determined to suffer from disorders such as uh, schizotypal personality disorder and Asperger's syndrome. The University of Florida further attested that Rod could sometimes witness spiritual things like angels Hmm. and demons. So Judge Jerry T. Lockett sentenced Farrell to death. Charity Keithy was convicted on two counts of third-degree murder, robbery with a gun, or deadly weapon, and burglary, armed with a weapon, or explosives. She was sentenced to 10.5 years in the state prison. Dana Carvey, also known as Dana Cooper, was convicted of those charges as well, but was given a 17-and-a-half-year prison sentence. Scott Anderson was convicted of the same charges as old Feral Rod, and was sentenced to life in prison. My goodness. They all got the book flung at them. So for two years, Rod held the record as the youngest inmate on death row until November 2000, when the Florida Supreme Court reduced his sentence to life in prison. Which is, yeah, for, you know, just for the puppy incident, you know, fucking, they should have ripped his legs off and left him in a field, frankly. But... Because Florida had long abolished parole, the sentence was without it. Charity was released from prison in March 2006, and Dana was released from prison in October 2011. In January 2013, an appellate court dismissed attempts by Rod and Scott Anderson to get a new sentencing hearing. However, in December 2018, Scott was resentenced by a circuit judge, uh, by circuit judge Don Briggs, to a forty-year to forty years in prison. Anderson was given credit for the twenty-two years he'd already served, with him first being eligible for release in twenty thirty-one. So they're gonna let old vagina ham sausage out in twenty thirty-one. Well, no, that's Scott. oh oh. So not, I, not I mis- Rod. Misinterpret. Yes. So, old, sorry, old vagina sausage's accomplice gets out in 2031. 
Scott or Wendorf's relatives attended Scott's pre-sentencing hearing. Also Scoot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and did not oppose his early release. When did not. Speaking with the Daily Yeah. Wow. Speaking with the Daily Commercial, they said they were more concerned about Rod who was rescheduled or who was scheduled to face his own resentencing hearing in July of 2019. Rod's resentencing hearing was then moved to November 18th and then mm-hmm. again to April of 2020. And at this point, the sentencing judge helped upheld his life without parole sentence and deemed him irreparably corrupt. Scott is currently incarcerated in the Calhoun Correctional Institution, while Rod is currently incarcerated in the Northwest Florida Reception Center Annex. Mm, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just irreparably corrupt. Uh, I just did so much PCP through my wiener. Um, and dropped like I dropped 10 like 10 acids. acids and 14 pots once. It was so loud. I woke my parents up. I fucking hate nah, this Nah, he's kid. a dork. Um, and I don't say that. You know, in I which, say that. Yeah, he's a dork. I want to say real quick, Burton had to go early because he's got work early in the morning, so we had to sort of finish up. But this right here, um, it's a real weird story. I doing the research, uh, like I I kept. I don't know. I got pissed at several things throughout this. You know, Rod, his parents, you know, Grandpa. There's just so many things, you know, in it that contributed to the delinquency of a minor. That, oh yeah, I mean the kid was not set up to do anything but pretty much fail at some point. Now, he really, I would say he overachieved in that sense and that he, you know, really, really, really went down a dark road. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, he's... I, I don't... Uh... I don't agree. I think they should have just shot him in the head. No, yeah. I, you know, that's the thing. I think, I think. I don't know. There's got to be something worse. Like I said, like, you know, yeah. okay, I'm going to rip your your limbs off and sodomize you in a field with them. <clears throat> uh, unfortunately, some people are just fucked and... Uh, and I didn't include the, the pictures of the puppies on uh, our yeah. source page or anything else, but Jesus fuck, no dude, seeing that. that shit, I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. I mean, and then not only that, but just like he either manipulated Heather or Heather manipulated him. I think, uh, yeah, I, I think there's a, you know, when the right people find each other and you know, in a sense, uh, not the right people, but the wrong people. They kind of bring out the, they can either bring out the best or the worst in each other. The fact that Heather got away yeah. with it, stating that she didn't know what was going to happen. She was released, I can't remember when, <clears throat> um, and she currently lives with her sister, yeah, Jennifer. 
Um, I tried to, I, I did find you address for an interview. and phone number. <laughs> I didn't. I was going to, but I was like, no. I uh, also found Jaden's Facebook page and then also oh. his uh Jaden. Jaden saw it all um, coming. He was like, you bashed that cat against the tree. I, yeah. Oh, I mean, he, he was, he was probably the smartest person I think we've talked about in this whole episode, frankly. Yeah. Besides being an edge. Lord. I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm just saying that again, amongst the crowd of people we've talked about in this episode, he comes out on top. Uh, he's the least yeah, zag nutty. He is. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. That's, you know, something big from Kentucky. Yeah, uh, Kentucky and Florida. And, which we are Colt things are, I'm not gonna lie, real hard to research and cover because typically with Colts you have multiple people mm, and like delu- social uh, dynamics and all that. You know, sociopaths. Either, either leaders and and the and the people that follow their delusional bullshit, you know. So it's hard to tell, and then you get all the media slandering, you know, skewing it as satanic and this and that, and putting the spin on it, and this and that. it muddies the water quite a bit on what you know maybe actually happened and uh, what the true motivations were. Where. It, where they want to say Satan, it's really just a bunch of fucking idiots uh, who weren't maybe raised properly. They were raised around den- denim skirt wearing oh, yeah. prostitutes, and that's none of that. None of that are crimes in themselves. But when you take your kid to a place called the Vampire Hotel and watch him get uh, fucked silly by, you know, cult members, yeah, you might be doing something wrong. And it's sort of the the perfect culmination of like, you know something that doesn't get mentioned much alienation and of kids, you know, being a kids being alienated in high yeah. school, you know, that's a danger. That's, you know, cause that doesn't stop there. Typically once a lot of times, once a victim, you pursue the victim's path. That's, I don't know. I, I, I have a hard time with this whole thing. We'll, like I said, we'll cover other cults. Uh, Branch Davidians, uh, you know, some really fun ones. I this was just one of the lesser known cults. Uh, I talked to my papo about it. He remembered seeing the the news clips back mm. in the nineties on this. But yeah, this is just us dipping our toes into the cult, the the waters of the occult of of not the occult, but just cults in general. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Mm. yeah. Water's nice. Yeah. Zool, pretty yeah, interesting yeah. though, wasn't it? I mean, you know, fucked up, weird, uh, but yeah. What else would you expect from the Lunch Bell Boys? We're cons- a lot of penis uh, We're and consistent jokes. with our brand. Hope you liked it. Oh, yeah. Hope you liked it. Hope you like it. I definitely, you know, hope you check out our merchandise, merchandising, and uh, our socials and medias and the pages. Which our link to the merchandise will be on our website, which I'll put our website on the, I'll put it at in the description of each uh, fucking. Uh, That's the lunchpailboys.com. If you want to go to 
the lunchpailboys.com and definitely preferable i think right now at least to go to it through a, uh, like a computer um or does it work on the phones now i don't know it works on the phone okay. it's just well, you can go bit. to it on your phone as well but so all right well thanks guys we appreciate it yep. eat, eat it my butt eat it and join perhaps you may be able to help solve one of tonight's unsolved mysteries oh. i love you guys i'm done.